Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Let's get on to some shout-outs. Happy birthday to Mariah, who turned eight years old the other day. Mariah, for your birthday, I hope you get a never-ending box of your favorite cereal and a new pet cat that cleans your room while you're at school and a wand that shoots fireballs and a big bucket of goofballs. I think if you were a character in the stories, you would be the cat queen, a wizard who is the leader of all the cats in the world, and you would lead the cats into battle against the evil villain known as Anti-Magic. Thanks for listening, Mariah. Nellie drew a picture of a Russellkin from the Monster of the Week series. That drawing was awesome, Nellie. I think if you were a character from the stories, you would be a forest fairy who lives in an enchanted forest and protects it from harm. Thanks for listening, Nellie. And thanks to Etta, who also shared an excellent drawing of a Russellkin. Great stuff, Etta. I can't wait to see all your drawings. I think if you were a character in the stories, you would be a teacher at a young wizard school who taught potion making and spell writing. Thanks for listening, Etta. Today's story kicks off a completely new series about a good friend of mine named Max Cribbs. Today's episode is titled, Max and the Monkeys, Part 1. For about the 4,000th consecutive day, Max is woken from sleep by screeching monkeys. I really don't think I'll ever get used to this, said Max. Seriously, though, I know we live outside in the jungle, but could you ever use your inside voices? Max asked the monkeys. Six monkeys, all a different species, all with their own personalities and quirks. Max fed his monkeys, even though they were more than capable of feeding themselves. He prepped his go-bag and looked out onto Flora Prime, the jungle planet he called home. As he took in the incredible view, Max said to himself, Living in a treehouse sure does have its perks. Some of the monkeys noticed he was wearing his shoes, and had his bag. <laughs> yes, I have to go to the city. <laughs> well, because I need stuff. I need a new data pad, some medicine, and I need a new first aid kit since someone ate all the bandages out of the last one. <laughs> and I need to get some other stuff. <laughs> no, you may not come with me. I remember last time you all came to the city, you ended up eating random fruit from the market and you wouldn't stop trying to ride every dog you saw. You can't just ride random dogs. <laughs> because it's a rule. How would you like it if random dogs just started riding on your back? <laughs> I'm not hearing it. I'm going to the city alone, and that's that. You wait for me here. The monkeys wandered off to pout together in the treetops. Max slid down the thick vines to the jungle floor, where he started his jog to the city. Max had begun visiting the city more and more as he got older. Living in the treetops with monkeys was fun, but so was the endless technology for sale in the city. On his way to the city, as he waded through the thick, tall grass that waved in the wind over his head, he smelled something new. Not a jungle smell at all. It was an awful smell that made him wince, and something in the air made his eyes water. Max noticed thin lines of smoke trailing up from the forest that lay before him. He continued toward the smoke and the smell and stepped out of the thick grass into a clearing in the forest, a place where trees and bushes and plants of all kinds that had been there just yesterday were now completely gone. 
Machines chugged on the ground instead. Machines to cut down the trees and machines to dig into the soil. Max climbed up a tall tree nearby to get a better look. What he saw took his breath away. A massive swath of the jungle had been ripped out of the ground and discarded as machines dug deep into Flora Prime. Smoke billowed from the machines as they rolled on wheels and tracks. The Brightstone, whispered Max to himself, thinking that these miners were trying to get the valuable Brightstone that was all over beneath the surface of Flora Prime. Brightstone was a valuable ore. The yellow stones could store huge amounts of energy and were sought after by traders visiting the planet. Max often found deposits while out in the jungle, and he used the brightstone he found to pay for things in the city. Seeing the destruction of the jungle was awful for Max, but he knew there was nothing he could do about it. Not now. The damage was done here, but he vowed to return to this place and help the forest grow again once the miners were gone. The young jungle kid leaped down from the tree and made his way to the city. The main city and spaceport on Flora Prime was constantly busy. Bustling, you could say. Max had been there a lot, and there were still places he'd never visited. Today was no different. If anything, it was busier than normal. Max navigated the residents and travelers that crowded the streets until he reached Blackwell Labs, a small, messy laboratory run by Barry Blackwell. Barry was a friend, one of the many Max had made since he started coming to the city more often. As Max entered, Barry looked up from his work. Keep those monkeys out of here, he yelled. Don't worry, I left them in the bush, said Max. All right, I see, it's just that a laboratory is... A laboratory is no place for a monkey, I know, I know, Max finished. Hey, what's going on out there with the mining? There were huge machines I saw on the way here. They, they cut out so much jungle, and they were digging. Barry looked up from his work. Glaw, a, a new mining company called Glaw Mining. They've got contracts to dig for bright stone and lots of other things. Oh, do you think they'll be done soon? Asked Max. How much of the jungle are they going to take? They're not taking the jungle answered Professor Barry. They're taking the bright stone and all the other valuable stuff underground. Flora Prime is full of valuable minerals and ore, you know. And they'll be done when they've taken what they want, I guess. We'll see. Max was disappointed at that answer. Professor Barry always had an answer for everything, it seemed. It irked Max that he didn't know when these miners would be gone. All right, then, Max said. Hey, also, do you have a data pad I can buy? Barry looked over his glasses that hung down near the tip of his nose. Over there, he said, pointing. Max turned to a stack of five or six old data slates, flat, book-sized pieces of tech that were like handheld computers. Take whichever one you want, said Professor Blackwell. I am clearing out my inventory. Max slid the top one off the stack. All right, thanks. I'm heading to the market, said Max. See you in a few days. He visited the open-air market to get the rest of the things on his list, and then he left town, heading back to his treetop home. He knew the monkeys would be excited to see him. They rarely spent too long apart. Max walked a different path back home. He wanted to gather some bright stone, and maybe more so, he wanted to avoid walking near the machines again, the ones he saw earlier that had torn apart the jungle so badly.
But before he reached the bright stone deposits, he smelled it again. The sharp, ugly smell of the machines. And again, Max followed the smell and the smoke, and he pushed aside the tall grass in front of him until he came to another opening. Another huge wound in the jungle, where the loud machines ripped apart the trees and dug deep trenches and holes into the ground. Max's heart sank, and he wondered just how many of these machines were on Flora Prime, and how much of the jungle they would tear apart before they left. He hurried back to his treehouse where, just as he suspected, his monkeys were all excited to see him. They went about their nightly routine, and as the suns of Flora Prime set in the distance, Max looked out over his jungle planet and hoped he had seen the last of the machines. The End Thanks for listening, friends. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings and such to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.